0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network
0: for some weekend baseball
1: if you're not
0: good thing you're listening to this bet mgm mlb podcast powered by bet ql cody decker ryan horvat right here for you to talk all things baseball props lines wagers futures we got it we know them especially me ryan let's talk about all the things we want to do and right out the gate ryan Let's go ahead and do some prop-offs because we got some prop bets going on for Friday evening. We got to get to, not to mention we probably have some props throughout the weekend for these series, Um, but let's just go straight to a prop-off showdown right now as we sit.
1: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu.
0: You got any strikeout props for me for Friday evening?
2: I got a couple. I do have a couple. And if uh, for some reason... While we are taping this here, while we're taping this here podcast, the BetMGM M O B podcast, which of course is powered by BetQL, if I blow away, it's because we have a tornado watch for some reason here in the DMV area in Washington, D.C. and Maryland and in Virginia somehow. So uh, that's how I started my day. Looks like this is going to wrap up around 2 p.m. this watch. So, all right, I'm from the Midwest. Nothing scares me as far as weather. I got a couple for you, actually, That's strikeout props that I like. A couple overs I'm going to go with. This guy's v down. I'm actually fading the team today. But Shane Bieber, over six and a half strikeouts. I think he strikes out at least eight. So I'm going to play Bieber. The price, you're not laying a whole lot of juice. Minus 115. He's going against the Detroit Tigers, who when we give our picks a little bit later on, just may be my dog of the day. Uh, another one I really like. Dakota Hudson. Going against the Brewers, who strike out a bunch. I like these low numbers, man. Because if he only goes five, six innings, you know how many pitches is he going to throw in this game against the Brewers? But the Brewers, like I said, they strike out a bunch. The number's only three and a half, and it's plus 135. Give me Hudson, over three and a half Ks against the Brewers today. We could have that going into the third, fourth inning. Uh, And then one more that I'm leaning right now. Haven't played it yet. And I know I, I'm actually going to stay away from that one. We talked before the show. Uh, I'm going to go with Manoa, man, against the Angels. I love the Angels That's one of
0: mine. T- I knew it. I knew you were taking them.
2: All right. Well, I was actually staying away from another one where I thought we might be on the same one. So 6.5 is the number. I got it early at plus money, plus 112. I am going to play this one. I got him projected for seven strikeouts against the Angels. So uh, Manoa... Bieber, and Hudson for me. Three strikeout props, all going Ooh, over.
0: Going three strikeout yep. props. I like it. I'm going two, one we of can. which, Manoa. I love Manoa, yeah. man. man. Manoa is a strikeout machine. If there is someone in this league that is as close to Dylan Cease as it gets, his name is Alex Manoa, because this guy, whether he gives up uh, you know, 10 runs or whether he goes a full game shutout, he's K in 10 guys. He's got yeah. swing and miss stuff. Period. The other one, I cannot believe he didn't take it. I'm, I'm literally looking at it blown away. I wasn't going to pick it because I knew you were going to pick it. Yeah. If there's one thing I know you pick, man, it's the Marlins. And you love you some Trevor Rogers, And I love me some Trevor Rogers. Trevor Rogers, you can get at plus 115 for over five and a half Ks. Uh, yes, please. Yes, please. He's going to get that by the third inning. I'm all about it. Even though he's hurt you, and I know you're not taking yeah. it because he's hurt you. I know he's gonna come in for me,
2: so I gotta be honest. I am taking it, even <laughs> when he does hurt me. You know, I go back to him. He's like the high school, college girlfriend. But man, like, so the number that I took was four and a half, and it was actually juice minus one fifty. I like your value pick, so I only need five from him. I am going to play it, going against the Braves who have been striking out a bunch. I do like that. Just didn't want to give out that number, but I do like that price that you found. So I'm with you.
0: Uh, go Trevor Rogers. Go Marlins. Don't let me down. Hey, there might be another one here that you might not be ready for that might blow you away that I'm even yeah. thinking about taking because the sample size of this guy's career is so low. But he's had two starts, and both his starts have been really good. Both his starts have gone into the sixth inning. Both his starts have gotten a couple of Ks. And both is and this start is taking a place against the Blue Jays. Hey, the Angels, you can get Silseth right now at 4.5 right now at one, minus one 135 over. I'm going to take it. I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to get six K's. This guy is actually pretty damn good. There's a reason they've called. I thought they were calling up this guy because he got drafted last year on a spot start. Yeah, he pitched so well that he's in the rotation. Jump on this four and a half because if he gets it, this guy's going to stay in the rotation the rest of the season long and he's got something to fight for tonight. I like
2: it, man. Yeah. I, I like all of those. I like these strikeout props a lot. Usually I, I, I will admit the- though for a week, but I got three going today.
0: Yeah. Ryan, I will admit the Silth Seth one I admit is a lofty pick. It is a lofty pick because but it's because it's so much unknown about it. You're right. But yeah. I do like it and it also excites me to the point where I now want to watch the Angels uh Blue Jays game more than I want to watch any other ball game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell! I watched that game last night. I had the Angels in the first five. That was my loss last night with Otani on the mound. They got to him pretty early. Another one that I was leaning stayed away from. I was looking to do something with Verlander. He's on the mound tonight. He's been so damn good, man. Six yeah. and one this season. One two two ERA. Uh, didn't want, but the K's were six and a half, and it was minus one twenty five to the over. So I said,
0: ah, I'm staying away from that. Yeah, I get it. I, th- I think that's probably a smart move. I mean, there's, <sighs> I. I it seems like every time you see Verlander's name on a lineup card, it's so easy to just jump on every single prop I've got. But I'm, I'm still waiting for him to come down to some sort of reality. And I just don't want to pick him on the day that he comes down to the reality that he actually shows that he's 39 years old, because today as of right now, he looks like he's 26 and it's unbelievable. But I have to assume it's sometime it's going to end. And that's the thing, man, like, Other
2: than DeGrom and usually Scherzer, whenever anybody's on a roll, you know, we get like five, six quality starts and they're hitting their props. That's when I start to get a little bit nervous. Like, I'm like, okay, here comes the regression monster. Here comes, you know, that start where they're not going to go over six and a half Ks. And you know what I did with Dylan Cease? I went on pretty much every show around the country and I gave out the Dylan Cease prop in the White Sox. He got absolutely shelled by Boston. Which does not happen. Which just doesn't it does happen. Not happen, man. That was my only loss, too, was Dylan Cease. Which, you know what, though? I'll always defend that pick because you know what I'm going to do in his next start here in a He's, couple I'm, days? I'm picking it. He's gonna going do to do go it. Back to Dylan Cease. Unquestionable. But, um, yeah, I, I like all those props.
0: Are uh, you doing anything with home runs or hits or anything like that? Yes, I am. But I Good. will say there's one game I'm looking at with a home run prop that's really, really catching my eye. And there's actually two names in this game that are catching my eye. And it has nothing to do with the hitters. It does a little, okay. but it has more to do with the pitcher. I faded him so much last year, or a year, uh, and he kept winning. And then I stopped fading him, and he kept winning for me. This year, I have backed him, and he has done nothing but let me down. In fact, his entire team in Seattle has done nothing but let me down. A team that I'm big on, that I want to win, and they haven't. I got him on a ticket to plus 450 to start the year. Chris Flexen's back on the mound today, and right. I'm fading him against the Houston Astros. In fact,. I hate to say it, I might be in on the Astros now. I didn't want to believe it at the beginning of the season. I think that's more – I didn't think they were going to be the real team, and I didn't want them to be the real team. So I put those two together, and I faded the hell out of them, and look what they're doing. Just having no problem whatsoever uh, taking it to every single team like it's nothing. You can get your Don Alvarez today at plus – 275. I don't love the value, but I do think he's going to hit a home run off Chris Flexen. On top of that, there's another team on that, uh, a player in that game that I think might go yard, and its value is pretty high at 475 because he's only got three bombs this year. Yuli Gurriel, I really have a feeling, is going to be putting a ball over the left field wall up against Chris Flexen today. That's the one I'm jumping on, although I do like Jordan Alvarez today. I just don't like the value at plus 275.
2: I like that, too. All right, I got a couple RBI props. I'm looking still for some home run props. I went with, uh, man, some of these are a little scary. But all right, so San Francisco, terrible defensively this year. Joey Votto has not been very good, although the Reds did just hang 20 runs on the Cubs. I know producer Mario, hating ass Mario, has to get a little bit nervous right now because uh, the Pirates, my Pirates, better than the Cubs. Uh,
0: (laughs) They're not. Joey
2: Votto, RBI number today, though, plus 250 against San Francisco. I'm going to take a shot with that. I think he comes alive today. I also like Christian Walker a little bit. His RBI prop today against the Dodgers. I think the I think the Diamondbacks are going to score some runs today in that game. I'm getting nearly plus 200, plus 160 on an RBI prop. So I'm going to take a shot with that. Home run prop. I'm going to be chalky, man. And it's against my Phillies. Give me Pete Alonzo, though, to Homer today.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I saw his RBI prop earlier was uh, plus 250. Let me pull this up really quickly here because the numbers have been changing, obviously, as we record here in the morning. So as of right now, Castellanos to homer tonight was plus 450. Bryce Harper was plus 300. Schwarber plus 330. I don't want to play any of them. Yeah, I'll go with Pete Alonso. Plus 260 is the number. I like him into homer tonight. So that's my home run prop for the evening.
0: I really, really like that Christian Walker pick. I'm going to go yeah. ahead and uh, look at that Christian Walker pick as well. And um, I'm actually going to take a look at him just getting a single today. Just a base hit. Um, like you can get that pl- base hit today at plus 115. Um, I, I do think he's going to get probably a couple of knocks. So if you can find some like, maybe alternative lines of maybe one and a half, you could probably get some serious value over uh, plus 200.
2: Love that. Yeah, I, I love him today, man. I, I hate to say this. Because I'll sound like a lunatic, but I think they might be live tonight. The Diamondbacks might be.
0: Ooh, I'm going to pump the brakes on that. And it's not because I don't think they're good, obviously. Bum-Garner I love it. Yeah. I, I, Bumgarner on the mound. You know, going we going can... for the Dodgers.
2: I've never heard, for, heard of them, Never the
0: heard of them But, it, but again, yeah. I, it doesn't matter. They're the Dodgers. That's the thing. I just, I could never pick any dog. Like I said last week on this show that I think that the Dodgers are going to be on the alternative run line all weekend long with the Nationals, and I was right with the exception of one game. They lost one game. They dropped the game. Outside of that, they won every game by five, like I expected. Was it still a bad bet for me to say, take the alternative bet line on the Dodgers all weekend long? No. Came out way on top. I'm never going to fade the Dodgers because I think it's a foolish errand. I'll say, I'll say really quickly on that.
2: I would want a better price than what I'm getting right now, which was like plus one thirty-one. And Bumgarner, not only has he been great in his career against the Dodgers, and again, like a lot of that is early Bumgarner in San Francisco, but he's been great this year, man. Mm-hmm. Two seven six ERA, it's he's so two good. and two. I would like to see Mad Bum go to a contender, but like you said a couple weeks ago, I don't think Arizona's going to do anything. Like I don't, are they going to be sellers? They're twenty-three and twenty-three. Not that they're going to compete in that division, but I mean. How far off are they? They're, they're pretty fun to watch. They got a pretty competitive baseball team. I say that as a Cubs fan. My team just got beat 20 to five yesterday by the Reds. But yeah, you know.
0: well, they're pitching so damn good. Uh, right. Brent Strom, they brought in from Houston. He's I mean, you cannot deny that this guy's the best pitching coach in Major League Baseball. Yeah. He is. It's un, it's undeniable. The numbers are there. I'm not sure what it is about him, whether it's the numbers themselves. Cause it's not like he has numbers that anybody else doesn't have. He just yeah. knows how to communicate it to these guys in ways that I just, no one else seems to be able to fathom because look what he's getting out of Merrill Kelly. Look what he's getting out of bum Gardner. Look what he's getting out of everyone in that pitching staff. Cool. I mean, truly it's amazing. Let me ask you about that really quickly here,
2: because like the same thing with the brewers and you know, you watch it's Eric Lauer this year. It was Freddie Peralta and Corbin Burns last year. And then Brandon Woodruff has been solid they just keep developing pitchers, and so I continue to say the same thing about Chris Hook, their pitching coach. Like, how good is this guy? He continues just to, like, nobody Nobody had heard of Eric Lauer. Uh, how important, you know, is that? Like, pitch, like how, how do some guys, though, like some of these pitching coaches have such success, if that makes any sense, man? Like, growing up, watching the Braves, obviously, but like some of these rotations,
0: how do you take a guy and just like turn him around like that? It's hard. It's a difficult thing to do because one, you have to have cooperation is, the, is a word I want to use. Cooperation between that coach and that player. So there has to be a very insurmountable amount of trust on top of that. Yeah. Keep in mind, these are Major League Baseball players that got there because they are that talented. It's very hard to tell them to change the things that they did that got them there and gave them success at that level. So, often when you make changes at that level, the changes go the opposite direction. And usually yeah. those, you know, the, the old attache, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, if you're in the big leagues and being successful, it's very difficult to try to make any adjustments because if it goes the wrong way, your career is over. Look right. what this guy is doing. He's improving these careers, specifically Bumgarner. My God, what he's getting out of Madison Bumgarner right now is, is astonishing. I just say that, man, because,
2: you know, growing up, I just like I just always think like what could have been with somebody like Mark Pryor whose body just completely broke down and then Kerry Wood who I love but obviously like probably was that kid in like the eighth grade that was throwing you know s- seven innings every other day but his mechanics were so bad but uh, obviously it's important. All right, so those are my strikeout props. Pete Alonzo's my home run prop. Threw out a couple RBIs. You doing anything else today?
0: No, prop-wise, not really. I mean, I was taking a look at a couple of RBI props, maybe a first uh, okay. a first five-inning prop, but I stayed away from the first five-inning props, and here's why. there were uh, I don't like playing first five-inning over props. Those are the only times I like playing unders. I didn't like any of the pitching matchups today for me to actually take a single under. I don't think any of the yeah. first five-inning unders is going to hit. So, dude,
2: and same thing. So, uh, obviously, like, to start the season, unders were hitting at a ridiculous rate. Now, all of a sudden, runs are being scored. You know, I mean, especially, man, everybody's bullpen got crushed the other night. I played three unders. All three games went over. It was a terrible, I think that was Wednesday night. So scoring's picked up a little bit. Uh, Have they changed the baseball really quickly?
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at
1: marines.com.
0: Um, not yet, but the rumor, yeah the rumor that I heard, and yeah. just so you know, I do talk to people at Major League Baseball, the rumor is June, like, 12th. Like okay. a, a tentative date of middle of June that yeah. the baseballs will be changed. And a fun mm-hmm. story on that: I may have hit some major league baseballs yesterday at Dodger Stadium, and I will say, I was using BP balls. So when I say the differential dif- to differentiate the b- baseballs between the BP balls that I was using, yeah. So the baseballs I was using for BP were kind of beat up, already used, washed a few times. Yeah. So the balls that I were hitting, I'm like, oh, that's way gone. They were just kind of like barely getting out. And I was going like, mm, I was a bit of a hit of my ego. I'm like, what's going on here? I, I hit 500-foot tanks. What is happening? Yeah. And then I started inspecting the yeah. balls. I'm like, ah, you know what? These have been hit quite a bit. And yeah. then they said, hey, would you like to try one of the, the T-Mobile two-tone balls? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I would. They bust out this box of baseballs, and they're fresh. They are tight. They are just strong baseball. But you can tell the difference between a BP ball, which has been hit thousands of times, and a fresh, right. hard-as-a-rock home-run derby ball. I mishit that ball. Like, I hit it well, and it probably would have been gone regardless, but it went about 30 rows deep as opposed to the two rows deep that the BP balls were going. So I was just going like, man, baseballs matter, man. They matter. They matter quite a bit. But watching the games this week, man, I was like,
2: uh uh-oh. Either either these bats are heating up, the weather's heating up a (laughs) little bit, or these balls are changing. I have one really quick. I haven't played this yet. I I don't love the price, and I'm not a big – I'll do these every once in a while when we're live on the air. I know everybody loves these Nerfies, these no runs in the first inning. The only time I really get into a man is when Shane Bieber's on the mound. Since 2021, he's 21 and 3 to the, to the Nerf. He hasn't given up a run in the first inning. He's 7 and 1 to start this season. 27 first inning batters he's faced. He's given up just one hit, two yeah. walks. Yeah. And you look at like Jonathan Scope, 6 for 20 in his career against him. Robbie Grossman, four for 13, even Miggy, four for 18. My guy, Javi Baez, oh, for three. Uh, you look at the last seven days. Javi can't hit to save his life. Actually, you know what? Four for 21 for Javi isn't a bad, bad week. I hate to say it, man. Grossman, one for 16. So if you have to do something in the first inning, there's one that you can play. Uh, yeah, but I, I seem
0: to remember, time. Ryan, I seem yeah. to remember quite vividly two weeks ago on a Friday, yeah. You played this exact same thing, and I believe Bieber gave up, like, five in the first. It was one of the three times it's happened in the last five years. And I do remember you not being happy.
2: Yeah, see, there's I like a lot today. I have a lot of <laughs> bets, actually. I don't need... here. I like props. You know, I like sprinkling a couple bucks on props, but, you know, my big money bets, I want to play a side, I want to play a total, I want to play, you know, maybe a first five money line, although last night, you know, Otani let me down, but... I mean it's nice to hit these home run props, but it's so hard, man. It's like picking a golfer outright, you know? Yeah. I mean, when you get now don't don't get me wrong though. It's it's not hard when you get the right hitter. And I want to take full credit for Trevor Story's success. I do think that if I have a losing weekend, he should Venmo me and reimburse me because I picked him to homer and I was ridiculed for this pick. You were. He was being called the worst second baseman in in all of in in all of baseball in the American League, I don't know. Sure was, sure the was. was. The slander was there. Since then, he's home. He's homer like seven times. Unreal. So I shouldn't say home run props are hard. But here here's the thing that sucks, man. When you finally do find your true love, like a Trevor Story or like a Kyle Schwarber, <laughs> he goes on these tears, you know. Then you're no longer getting plus three hundred. Sometimes. Imagine what home run props would have been for Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and oh. Sammy. Rose. Hell, that are Brady Anderson let a, let yeah. off. Home, home run holes. props in
0: 1998 would have been minus two ten. You would have been laying juice, man. Like yeah, one seventy five. McGuire facing a lefty, yeah, that's minus three eighty. The um,
2: only reason I wouldn't play it, man, is because once Bonds started getting the treatment, you know, they were just intentionally walking. Yeah. Him. You know, you tune in, and you, you might not see Bonds. You, you, nobody would face him. He, he'd go 0 for 0 and 5 at-bats.
0: Oh, so good. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty it's pretty incredible. And, yeah, the lines that are out there are just staggering. And, yeah, you were ridiculed for that. You were ridiculed yeah. by me. I'm like, no, he's not going to do it again. He hit three yesterday. He's not homering today. And, yep, homered again. Dude, he is unreal. I saw a great tweet yesterday that was uh, about Trevor's story, and it's like, oh, yep, that career that, – Ending of the career for Trevor Story, leaving those confines over at, 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 at uh, Coors that made him yeah. a zero to a hero. Yep. Glad his career is over, huh, everybody? I told you, dude, my buddy was
2: playing in a showcase, and he threw. we were like 10 years old, 11 years old. Everybody threw one damn pitch. Trevor Story was on the mound, and all of a sudden, he throws the most wicked curve I've ever seen from an 11. I would never let my kids nine. I would never let him throw a curveball right now. My buddy strikes out. He goes back to the dugout, and he's like, "Was that an effing curveball that I just saw right there?" It's uh. Since then, I've been a Trevor Story believer. He's been it's out. Of
0: hey, hey, but to your point, we already talked about him once. Dylan Cease, the secret's out on Dylan Cease. See, last year, I was yeah. pretty great because Dylan Cease was all to myself. Uh, somehow, despite him hitting his K prop every single day, I was it was like, I'm the only one that still apparently knows yeah. about Dylan Cease. This is great. Because the lines were still there. They were still giving me six and a half strikeout props all season long. And they were still giving me plus money. Now it's at the point where it's, you know, eight and a half strikeouts and minus, you know, plus one ten. But the secret's out. Uh but I did enjoy my full year of Dylan Cease being only mine, and I will love you forever for that, Dylan Cease. You will remain, no matter what happens, the strikeout prop king. Absolutely. All right, let's Keep it moving. We got a severe thunderstorm oh, warning my.
2: for the next hour. Uh oh. It's getting dark out here. If I get well, knocked that... off, that's what happened to me. Well,
0: let, let's go ahead and take a break. And hopefully, when we come back from break, you'll be right here. And so we can start going over the weekend slate of games. We got National League. We got American League. And you know what? Let's start with the American League when we come back from break, right here on BetMGM, MLB podcast, powered by BetQL.
1: Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network.
2: Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. It's Ryan Horvat. It's Cody Decker out here in beautiful Washington, D.C. It looks like the movie Twister is uh, headed my way. I didn't even think that we got uh, th- uh, tornadoes here. All right, let's start with the American League, Cody. Games to watch this weekend. I actually have a pick for this first series, and I'm going with the dog, and I'm fading Shane Bieber. I like Shane Bieber to strike out seven tonight, maybe even eight. But he's one and three this season, three five, five ERA. I'm actually gonna take a shot with the Detroit Tigers, as disgusting huh. as that is. Now for huh. them to keep close on the run line, you're paying juice, minus 125. I'm not going to do that. I'm just gonna take him on the money line in this game. Right now, plus 140 over at BetMGM for the Detroit Tigers. And uh, I'm going to fade Bieber, man. His velocity's down a little bit. And I just, I like this price. I don't think the Guardians, I keep saying this with the Cubs. The Cubs have been favored, I think, four of their last seven games. Chicago Cubs should never be a minus 135, minus 140 favorite against anybody. And right now the Tigers are actually playing better baseball. Uh, Bieber, he struggled a little bit. And the Guardians are only 3-7 in their last 10 games, 10-15 on the road. So I like Detroit tonight on the money
0: line uh man i want to join you on that but i'm having so much trouble jumping on anything tigers right now this is a team i did believe in at the beginning of the season hell you and i both really believed in this team at the beginning of the season at least to hit their team win total but right now it looks like that's an impossible task This team on paper should be winning. This team on paper, in my opinion, is better than the Guardians. Yet, we have gotten nothing out of them. And it's because of that, I'm not ready to take them as dogs, even though they're at home at plus 135. But I don't trust the Guardians either. This is just one of those games that is a stay-away game for me. I'm not liking what we've seen out of Bieber this year. It's not been the normal Shane Bieber that we were expecting. I, I honestly think the Guardians should look to move Shane Bieber and look to restock their future.
2: Yeah, I completely agree with you, man. All right, Baltimore, Boston. Boston's on a damn tear right now, yeah, they but they're minus two hundred on the money line. Going, to, got Bradish on the mound, one and three this year, five seven four ERA against Whitlock, one and one this year. Um, I don't really want to lay minus two hundred with Boston because the Orioles are such a sneaky team. I mean, we've seen that in some of these Yankee series, you know. But Baltimore. I mean, Boston's on an absolute tear right now. I would have to do – I'll go run line. You know what? And it's plus money, plus 100. It is. Give me Boston. And they're at home. They need every win they could get. I know they're on a tear right now, man, but they got a lot of room or a lot of uh, ground to make up for in that division. I'll go Boston tonight on the run
0: line. I don't think I'm going to fade Boston for a little while. No. Um, the way they're We're just ragging the on them too. Yeah, the way they're swinging the bats right now, um, they're swinging the bats like we expected them to swing the bats. Um, and that's what they're going to need because their pitching is not amazing. It's just not. Uh, losing Sale at the beginning of the year absolutely screwed them. Um, and a few other things. I mean, Pavetta is starting to look like Pavetta again a little bit. Some guys are starting to look good. Walker look good as well. But listen, I'm not going to fade this team. I'm sure as hell not going to fade them against this Baltimore Orioles team. And you're giving me plus money on the run line. I'm jumping all over it. The way Trevor Story's been hitting, he'll do it himself.
2: Yeah, yeah, I got to go Boston, and I'm not fading them for a while, man. Uh, I actually did make the mistake of fading them on Dylan Cease day, and they blew him up. So if they're if, hey, if they're going to score 16 runs in the game where Dylan Cease is getting the start, I don't really want to fade them right now. Here's one where I'm going to go, uh, well, I guess I'm going to go with the favorite here. I'm going to go with the Rays tonight, man. Rays, Yanks, uh, game one was last night, Yankees. I don't tear right now, but uh, tonight you got Springs on the mound, two and one, one-three, two ERA. It doesn't matter who's on the mound. I actually like this spot for the Rays going against Tyon tonight. He's been solid to start the year, 4-1, 295 ERA. I still I expect some regression for the Yankees. Like if I'm playing an adjusted season win total right now, it's just it's gotten a little ridiculous. I'd probably go under on the Yanks. Um, not saying they're going to fade away. I think they could still, I mean, I think they probably win that division. I I could see them winning the World Series if they continue to play like this, but the starting pitching has been so damn good. I don't know that I trust it. I like the Rays tonight though as small favorites uh, to bounce back. What about you?
0: -125 Rays money line. Yeah, you said it all all right there for me. Springs on the mound. He's got a 1 ERA. Tyone, like you said, under a 3 ERA, great season. But I'm going to go ahead and fade the Yankees tonight. I really dig the Rays. I'm not sure I'm going to fade the Yankees all series long. It's going to be a pitcher-by-pitcher matchup for me in this series. But game one, Springs versus Tyone, I'm jumping on Springs. I'm jumping on the Rays. I think the Rays are a better team than the Yankees. I think they'll go deeper in the playoffs than the Yankees. So last night, my pick of the night, my big bet
2: won me a bunch of money. The uh, Kansas City Royals last night, man, plus 160 on the money line over the Twins. Um, But tonight... Against the Twins, I mean. Uh, so, so I took them last night, though, because the Royals were fresh. They had a day off. And so tonight, they go with Keller on the mound. Not the numbers, not as bad as last year. He's 1-4, 320 ERA. But I, want, I was looking at a way to target the Twins. I don't really want to play them on the money line, minus 185. But should I trust them on the run line tonight? It's plus 115. Yeah, go back to Minnesota. All right. Yeah. I'm on the twins tonight. Big.
0: Yeah. Same. I'm on the twins. Big tonight. Keller. Listen, I get that he's having a better season, but you and I both have a feeling what Keller is. Uh, yes. Keller is a give up five runs guy in the first three innings. He's going to get five runs in the first three innings tonight uh, against the Minnesota twins on Friday evening. I'm probably going to be fading the Royals all weekend long. In fact, Uh, the White Sox better pick it up because the anytime the Minnesota Twins are playing against anybody else in their division, the White Sox really need to pick it up. I feel like every time I watch a Sox game, which
2: I watch quite a few, obviously uh, somebody in the outfield or there's two men that are always running into each other and, and injuring each other such
0: a bad outfield. It's it's just a I mean, bad defensive outfield. And what choice do you have at the moment? I mean, you got AJ Pollock, who's great. You got, yeah. um, you know, but the, you, we're putting out Vaughn and sheets out in the outfield. I love both of these players. We can all agree. They're not right. Fielders. We can, can we all make that, that yes. agreement together uh, as, yeah. as a group, a unity, uh, they're not outfielders. They're not good outfielders. They're not outfielders in general, but they can swing the bat. And, um, the only thing that's been really upsetting me about that team, the White Sox, is that they show who they are. They show how great they are, and then the next day they regress right back to terrible, and it's every other day. It's it's so Dickensian over there in the south side. You either get the best team in the world, or you got an atrocious team, and we have nothing in between. They should have signed Trevor Story. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if they had Trevor Story batting and batting in that lineup and playing second base right now? Oh, he- Yeah, I wasn't worried though going into the season, man. When I laid that
2: chalky ass bet on them to win the division, I wasn't worried about the lineup or them scoring runs. I probably should have been. I was worried about Dallas Keuchel, rightfully so. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Blue Jays, Angels tonight. I want nothing to do with this game other than the strikeout props that we gave out. Mm -hmm. Which Manoa five and one this season, one six two ERA has been lights out. Silseth, your guy. You like him tonight? One and one with a two sixty one ERA. I do. It's a pick, man. I hate betting against either of these teams because I have them both winning the division. So I'm not rooting against either of them. I just want both teams to strike out a bunch, maybe a one nothing win. Who needs it more? You know what? I feel like that's a good question. Who needs this series more? I would say, because you would think it's the Blue Jays, but man, with the, with the, with the Astros doing Astros things, it might be the Angels. I don't know. I think they both need it.
0: I think they both need it, but I think, the, I think the Blue Jays need it way more, and here's yeah. why. One, they were the second-highest pick to win the World Series this year to start the year in the uh, futures market, which I thought was a bad idea. Uh, two, the tons of young superstars that have not played up to their capability quite yet. Three, they lost out on their Cy Young Award winner this last year but made some other good moves to fill in the spots. Four, um, the Red Sox are winning They and all of yeah. a sudden. The Rays, you know, are going to win 100 games. The Yankees won't stop winning. Quite frankly, the Blue Jays have to stop the bleeding in their own division, or else this season's going to get out of their hands by June 10th. Yeah, I agree. So, But um, outside of that, if I were to fade one of these teams tonight, if I were to lean, it's a stay away. It's a pick them as well. I agree with everything you just said, and I like those strikeout props we get. I would lean Angels, but the only reason I would lean Angels is because they're at home, which is a very lofty reason to lean one way or the other.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. Astros, Mariners, Verlander on the mound tonight. Six and one, one two, two ERA. He didn't even pitch last year. He didn't pitch for two years. Dude's ridiculous. Ah, uh, mm. flexing on the mound. One and six with a 499 ERA. Mm. How do I target the Astros tonight? Minus 200 on the run line, minus 110. Your Mariners have been a little bit of a disappointment. Our Mariners. Uh, it would be Verlander and the Astros are nothing for me. Got to be
0: Verlander and the Astros, the end. I'm... I'm very upset with this Mariners team at the moment. I need them to start putting yeah. it together. But to ask them to start putting it together against Berlander, the way that he's been, the way these Astros teams have been pitching, I think is just a waste of all of our times. Jump all over the Astros. Get some value wherever you can and pick it.
2: Rangers A's. Uh, I don't really have a strong interest in this series. Not going to lie, man. Gray going against Irvin tonight. Not only will I not be betting this game, uh, I will not be watching this game. Actually, I probably, unfortunately, will be watching this game tonight. If I had to pick a side, I'd probably go with the A's plus money, man. I said that. Yeah, I'd probably go with the A's.
0: John Gray or Cole Irving? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cole Irving. Irving's yeah. been pretty damn good this year. Um, you can get plus money, and the A's are at home in that terrible, terrible, terrible place they call the Coliseum. You know, might as well jump on that. I, I think the Rangers are terrible. Um, it's yes. just. What a, what a waste of a $230 million payroll.
2: Yeah, exactly. All right, man, let's take a quick break. We'll take a look at the National League games to watch this weekend when we come back here on the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL.
1: Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network.
2: Welcome back to the BetMGM MOV podcast. We're powered by BetQL. It's Ryan Horvat, Cody Decker outside.
0: Got a nice little thunderstorm
2: here, which, Cody, I know you know all about,
0: right? All about here at Southern California. It's only 81 yeah. degrees outside. Perfect sunny day. No, No cloud in the sky. Yep, I know all about that terrible weather.
2: Yeah, yeah, rains all the time there. All right, Giants Reds. That's where we start here in the National League. Rodan on the mound tonight, 4-3 and three this season with a 3-4-3 three, three ERA. My hater prop of the night, I actually might go under on his Ks tonight, man. I, I saw an 8.5 out there. Too That's high. a lot of strikeouts. The only reason I'm not going to touch it, because it's the Reds. And the Reds may have used up all of their scoring for the next two weeks yesterday on my Cubs, dropping 20-piece. Yep. Um, as of right now, the Reds don't even have a starter named for this game. I got to be honest with you. If I'm betting this game, it's San Francisco or nothing. Although the Reds now don't look now they're 14 and 30, man. The Reds are 14 and 30 this season after that disastrous start. Don't get me wrong. they're still a terrible baseball team. I'm about to
0: say what, what are, are well, we giving them credit? For I don't 14 and be 30?
2: historically bad though. I don't think they'll go down as like one of the worst teams in major league baseball history. Do you?
0: No, I think they're gonna walk them. I think they're gonna limp their way to possibly fifty wins, maybe. Yeah. But it's gonna be it's gonna be brutal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, giants then. Uh, giants, but honest to God, I like right now. I can't even find decent numbers to, no. of value. The, like nothing. Like you mentioned, the strikeout prop. Do I think that he can hit the eight and a half? Obviously, Carlos Rodon can hit the eight and a half, but it's just too high of a number at too low of a value. Not to mention yeah. the run line is at too low of a value. All of it is at too low of a value. It's a stay-away game. It's honestly probably going to be a stay-away series. However, I will look to play Jock Peterson at a home run prop at some point this weekend. Likely going to be on Sunday. All right, here's another series that I have no interest in, but I None. also... But also, no, I also
2: almost went to two of these games, man, because... No, you did not. Yes, I did. Rockies Nationals, right down the street at Nats Park. Uh, I'm obviously a Cubs fan. I don't know if anybody knows this. Chris Bryant, top five all-time player, in my opinion. Not uh, on the field, but just as far as, like, he's one of my favorites. Uh, He's out, though. He's, He's hurt once again. And actually... You know, my brother-in-law keeps texting me. He's like, are you ready to admit that the Cubs made the right decision in letting all those guys go or trading away Rizzo, Bryant, and Baez? I still, nope, Cody. If I'm winning 60 games,
1: <laughs> I want to do it with
2: the guys that I love, damn it. But Chris Bryant is out, so I'm not going. I have no interest in this game. It's a pick em for a reason. If the Rockies are at home against the Nats, I'm betting the Rockies. But I want—I have no interest in this man. With Sanchez on the mound, he has got, you know what, give me the over, actually. It's at 8 Sanchez has an ERA of seven himself.
0: I can see some runs being scored. No interest though. I'll take the over eight today because like you said that there is outside, there is no interest in this game, but if there was something I was going to jump on, it's the over under over eight, because like you said, I cannot stress this enough. Their collective ERA of the starters is over 12. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's only because one of them, and by the way, neither ERA is good. One is 411. That's the good ERA. The other one is hovering around eight. So let's be real clear here on what we got. We got no pitching taking place over there in what what even city they're in DC. It doesn't even yes. matter. The ball's flying. I don't care if there's tornado warnings. I'm sure a ball will somehow be tornadoed nine thousand feet over the center field wall. Take the over. I was gonna
2: say this game's not even gonna happen tonight. Why are we not, <laughs> why
0: I, my kid can't even go
2: to school today? He's out here playing with his he's got his action figurines going right in front of me right now. I'm not gonna lie
0: to you. I want this game to happen just because of the weather. If, if, that, if this That'll be does the most happen, interesting thing happened to I'll the Nationals it. all season. Long. I yeah. will watch this game if they play in the tornado <laughs> weather.
2: Uh, Alright, Phillies-Mets tonight. Carrasco on the mound. 4-1 and one this season. Phillies don't look now. They've been playing a little bit better. They're still terrible defensively. Dude, they're plus... I want to say they're like plus 15 at least, though, in run differential, where the Braves are like minus 20. They've been terrible this season. Pretty much identical records. Um, I see some regression coming for the Mets. Getting a little bit beat up right now uh obviously Scherzer's out for a while we don't know when we're getting to back not enough to where I want to back Philly though they've done nothing but let me down this year but I also don't really want to play the Mets minus 140 I might go under in this game under eight your thoughts
0: um you know I'm gonna stay away from the over under this is also yeah. gonna be a stay away game for me um yeah. this is there's some tough matchups here and it's not because I don't think the Mets are better than the Phillies they're Unbelievably better than the Phillies, and they're playing at home. But the value of minus one forty on that uh, money line is just not good for me, and I'm hesitating on the run line today. I don't know what it is. It might be Carlos Carrasco on the mound that's making me hesitate on that run line. I'm not feeling confident they're going to win this game by more than one run if they do win. Yeah. So it's just, it's just a stay away game. And I, and keep in mind, it's going to be taking place in in Queens. You're in DC. I know you're. You're not close, but you're also not far. I can't imagine the weather is going to be phenomenal for this ball game. Oh yeah. Um. I. I just. This is a, just a stay away game, not a series. I need to see how the weather uh, picks up tomorrow and the day after. But this is a stay away game for me. All right. You gave up the strikeout prop, but
2: I like it too with Rogers tonight going for the Marlins. He's two and five this season, five twenty ERA. He needs to get it together. Yes, he does. Going against Anderson, three and three this season, also an ERA over four. Uh, the Marlins tonight, plus 132. The Braves minus 156 on the money line. The total is eight and a half. Even though both of these pitchers, man, have been roughed up a little bit to start the season. I actually think this is an under game. I like the under quite a bit. I like the Rodgers prop. Not a very strong uh, lean as far as the side, though. I could see the Marlins winning. I could see the Braves winning. Both teams have disappointed the hell out of me this season, though.
0: Uh, the numbers aren't reflecting it, but I do really feel like this is a pick em game. Um, I'm surprised, I'm surprised how much that you're getting on the Braves on the money line right now. So much so that I'm, I'm very inclined to take the Marlins on the money line with plus money, 132. um, Rogers on the mound. I know he has not had his good year. I think it's early. I think he's going to put together a good ball game today. And listen, the Braves have not looked good. I think it's actually smart to fade the Braves in the first half of this season. I think they'll start to put it together after the all-star break, just like they did last year. Yeah, agree. All right,
2: Brewers tonight
0: minus one forty-five on the money line, taking on the Cardinals
2: plus one twenty-two. I like Dakota Hudson over three and a half strikeouts. It's plus money. Three and two this season, three sixty ERA, going against Brandon Woodruff, who's five and two, but as an
0: ERA four seven seven this season. Crazy. Crazy yeah. that, that, I mean, I'm glad that he's got a winning record, but a four seven seven ERA for a guy that finished in the top three of the Cy Young last year. You know, I, I we just said the same thing about Rogers. It's time for Woodruff to put it together.
2: Yeah, man, I kind of like the cards today, to be honest with you, as dogs. Um, I was on the Brewers last night. That was quite the sweat. I ended up uh, obviously winning that game, but, man, Hater Hater made me sweat a little bit. Um, I kind of like the cards today. I haven't played it yet, plus 122. Hudson's been all right. Hudson's been pretty good. I'd say Hudson's been better than Woodruff to start the season, to be honest with you. I kind of like the cards at home. Your
0: thoughts? So do I, but it's driving me nuts because I don't think they're going to win, but the thing that's making me want to pick them is the plus 122 money line. Yeah. It's just plus money at home with that offense. And on on paper, yeah, we know it's Woodruff, but the 4-7 ERA against this offense makes me lean towards the Cardinals. I'm taking the home dogs on the Cardinals. And the Brewers have been
2: playing so good, man. I expect a stinker out of them. All right, Dodgers. My rule is anything under minus one seventy-five with the Dodgers. I bet it. Yep. Not doing it tonight. They're taking on the Diamondbacks. I'm not doing it because it's a bull. Who the hell is this
0: guy? They're starting tonight. Uh, I, how about this? If uh, I've never heard of him, his name is according to this. Uh, what what do we got? Uh, initially, it said Gonsolin, so I guess Gonsolin's not starting tonight. He's not. Yeah, they. He, I don't have him listed. I so have. Uh, I saw a different yeah. name as well that I've never heard of. But here's the thing that I know: if he's from the Dodgers farm system, he's, he's probably the side. greatest player who's ever pitched. Yeah. And um, because of that, he's going to go eight scoreless. Don't know the guy? Never heard of him? Never seen a number? Don't care. You know not not fading well, the Dodgers. <laughs> I am. I'm, give me give me the Diamondbacks.
2: <laughs> Uh, give me Gardner. We already know the career numbers against the Dodgers. Two and two this season, though, with the two seven six ERA. Give me. You know what? I'll take Arizona plus one
0: thirty on the money line. I do want to let everybody know something. The nine backs are good. They're not a bad baseball team. They're no. a good, good baseball team. They're no longer in last place. They're in five hundred in the best division ever. Um, but I'm sorry, it's the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm going to take them against Madison Bumgardner. On the run line, plus right. 100. If you're going to give me plus 100 on the Dodgers, on anything that isn't an alternative run line, I'm taking it. I don't care if they're playing the 27 Yankees. All
1: right, so
2: I'll give a dog there with the Diamondbacks. Now I'm going to take a chalky favorite. I'm going to take it on the run line. And I also have a solution for the Chicago White Sox. So tonight we get the Pirates, my Pirates, plus 165. They will finish with a better record than the Cubs. They, are, they
0: will. We, um, need to, we need to do a side bet on this. I, they're not going to do it. I will pick your Cubs. I will pick your Cubs to have a better season than the Pittsburgh Pirates. And you and I need to have some sort of bet on this. All right. You can jump in this. We'll we'll get Super Mario on it because if there's one thing we know about. He's scared about
2: this bet anyway. So good.
0: Yeah. If we know one thing about losing bets, it's Super Mario. So let's see what he can do and come up with a great punishment for us on this particular bet between the best record in the season between the Pirates and the Cubs. I can't imagine the Cubs having a worse record than
2: the Pirates. Dude, wait—they're only going to get worse. Anyway,
0: and the Pirates Pirates. are going to get better.
2: Well, no, but I don't know. The Cubs (laughs) lost by fifteen to the Reds. Yet the Reds—when's the the last time the Reds have scored twenty runs in a game? I don't
0: know. When was the last time they scored twenty runs in a week? In a week, exactly. Anyway, the Pirates aren't I, winning tonight. I'm not tonight. defending the Cubs. I'm just saying they have to be better than the Pirates.
2: I don't know, man. You would think, but I don't know. Uh, tonight, the Padres. That's who I'm going with. Manaya's on the mound, two and three this season, four oh four ERA. He's going against Jose Quintana, and that's actually what I wanted to talk about. Uh, I think it's a no-brainer. Padres tonight. On the run line, you're getting plus money, plus one ten. Give me that. Jose Quintana, understand. though, man, one and two this season, two four three ERA. Here's what the White Sox could do to fix their rotation. Dallas Keuchel, goodbye. Jose Quintana, welcome back. Boom,
0: problem solved. That is such a weird thing from someone in Chicago saying they want Jose Quintana to come back to either team. Like, Uh, I'm I'm a little... Oh, but you're okay with him going to the White Sox and he's the fix? Who do you you trust more when they take the
2: mound every game? No,
0: I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying there's a
2: history here. I don't think he had to give up anything for him. I don't He's probably think so still got a house in Mount Greenwood or something. Can Boom. we
0: acknowledge there's a Chicago history here that may yes. not be very good?
2: Okay, so like he goes back to his his old like the change of scenery there wouldn't be good.
0: He no, I'm just saying he was on the he was, side. He sucked. That was out the gonna, he was bad on the north side. I just feel like if a homecoming. I'm not against this. I can't stress this enough. I would be very very on board with it. I would take five Jose Quintanas to any Dallas Keuchel any day of the week. No question. I'm just wondering if it would happen. I don't know. If there is a team that they would trade Quintana to, because right now he is seemingly the only trade piece the Pirates are going to have that is going to be of any value. One, they need to trade him now while he's still healthy, because at some point he's going to get hurt. And and suck. And be terrible after it. So either move him now while you can that's what I mean uh, I agree with the move I just think there's no way in hell it's going to happen and here's the other reason why I think it's not going to happen I don't think the White Sox have a single prospect for capital yeah no what are they, they gonna don't. do they're not going to send over Vaughn they're not going to send over sheets they're not going to send over Mankata all their prospects are in the big leagues they have like no one left that's what I mean. Like it's almost.
2: I keep saying this. It's almost like must win now for them. Not this, this year, but like in this next two to three year window, I would say. Actually, maybe now. When? When's uh Giolito up? I think this is
0: his contract year. Like <laughs> this it. is. They need to win. They not, like good. they need to win. They need to extend Giolito. And here's the other thing. Let's not. Say I think 100%. they let him go to the Cubs. I wouldn't be okay. mad. At I wouldn't be mad. I'm not gonna lie to you. I wouldn't be mad. It, how about this? You want you Cubs? You want me to forgive you for all the nonsense? You want me to forgive you for everything? You, I'll, I'll be okay. I'll buy Chelsea Football Club gear. Yeah. If me too. You, if this off season you sign Lucas Giolito to a substantial contract, yeah, and you go get another guy too, I will be the biggest Chelsea football fan in the world if you do that that's what i'm saying you have giolito you have
2: stroman you just get a couple arms in that rotation and uh yeah you got i mean you got we're gonna see some of these prospects this year we'll see if these guys are any good that they got in these deals for
0: i i I do not hate it you do that and you go sign another guy another say you do that and you bring back i'll just throw a name out there who will be a free agent say you sign him and you bring back jock peterson yeah what do the cubs look like now a little different I mean, anything is better than this crap that I've been watching. It's you still. know what's amazing? We've gotten to a whole trade market discussion because we both, neither of us want to talk about a Pirates baseball game tonight. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm betting against them. I'm going I'm going Padres because, dude, I, the
0: Padres have been solid. Padres I, are amazing. It, and Sean Mania is on the mound.
2: You want to hear something funny? So they have been, um, like financially, if you blindly bet the Pirates, just the way that they're priced, and I don't know if this has changed in the last two days, but the last time I checked the market – if you just bet, they've been the most uh, profitable Major League Baseball team this season. Actually, if you just bet them on the money line every game, whether they're favorites, whether they're dogs, because we've got them as dogs a lot this year as well, mm-hmm. you've profited the most. I want to say like eight or nine units last I checked. So, dude, I said that every, everybody was freaking out about Tatis, and I said they'll be fine without be him. Fine. They may even be better without him. I'm only joking about that. When he they're comes definitely
0: down. not better without him, but they're not. They're not in trouble. They're they're I deep. Like that. They did a great – like, listen, uh, A.J. Preller is the uh, a, a, a GM that I think is the easiest to make fun of in all of the world. Yeah. He's the weird – he's a he's a weird dude. He, he dresses weird. He acts weird. But he's smart and he's clever. And he took a lot of heat last year for a lot of the things that took place. And he, rightfully so, by the way. But this is a guy that almost lost his job in 2020 – until all that great season happened in 2020 uh, of the shortened season. If it weren't for that shortened season, A.J. Prowler would not be the GM of the San Diego Padres. That 2020 season led to him signing a huge extension, led to him getting some more guys, led to him bolstering that starting staff, because last year that starting pitching rotation looked like the best in baseball, and they all got hurt. This year, some of them got hurt, but they had some serious depth. That Manaya signing uh, trade was huge, huge. Now that, especially now that Clevenger's back on the IL again, Darvish has been staying healthy. Uh, Musgrove is their ace and they need to win with him right now because I have a feeling Musgrove is going to be signing a big contract somewhere else next year. Hell, Chicago Cubs, get Lucas Giolito, Joe Musgrove and Jock Peterson next year. Please. I will be the biggest fan of you ever. Exactly. Build your rotation. All right, man. That's all I got for the day. Anything
2: else before we get out of here?
0: No, I didn't actually say what I was going to say about the Padres Pirates. I will say, take the Padres on the run line. You're getting plus wow. money. Uh, take it. Plus 110. Unquestionably, they're going to win by four.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's, that's, that's I think, the easy one tonight. Yeah. Hopefully. We'll say yeah, that. I, the Pirates. It, win. it better be. My God. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for us. We'll be back on Monday or Tuesday, I should say, with the holiday on the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. He's Cody Decker. I'm Ryan Horvath. Like, subscribe, review. Right? Where are you going to be this weekend?
0: I'll be at home. Tomorrow, I got a show here on Saturday for the BetQL Network. Bet for the cycle. Me, Rob Brown, Super Mario is going to be gone tomorrow, unfortunately. And guess what? I was going to be dressed up as a Mountie tomorrow. I got some news. I made Super Mario very happy. I decided to postpone it a week so he could be there live on air so he can make all the comments in the world he wants. You're welcome, Mario. I didn't have to. But I did it for you. Uh, so Bet for the Cycle, Saturday, four hours live on the BetQL Network. Not to mention, like, share, and subscribe to the other podcasts that I do for Odyssey. Uh big time baseball with John Heyman and uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. And of course, check me out on 670 the score in Chicago, down the line with Cody Decker, which will be back this Sunday before the Cubs game. I will
1: right, we'll be back this week. Enjoy the weekend. Beat it. All right, man.